These are the quarterly season power rankings. I assume we have the same team here. Uh, they've looked great. The New York Jets. Yeah, the Jets have looked awesome, dude. I, I have really enjoyed watching the Jets this year. So that means one of the teams I have in my top five aren't even in your top ten. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the WNP podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mitchelson, and joining me today, as always, my co-host, Chase Crawshaw. Chase, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty swell. Uh, this is our literally 100th take. I've said different things every time that we've gone in. I'm, I'm, I'm just leaving it at this. You know, this is finally the take we're getting it. If we don't get it at this point, then we're just folding the podcast. <laughs> Honestly. So first, uh, we had some issues with my audition then we had some issues with a bathroom break and then my microphone wasn't working and it's just been a craziness so we finally got it now hopefully uh i am doing great my Bengals won for the first time but we are not going to be talking about that because we're not doing game recaps today we're actually doing something a little bit different so first we're going to start off with some breaking news uh big breaking news the first head coach firing during the season not one that we predicted, and we'll tell you why once we get to it, but uh, after that, we are going to do our quarterly power rankings because it is four games now into the season. We are a quarter of the way to the playoffs, so we wanted to do our quarterly power rankings, and then, of course, we're going to continue our predictions because we want to make sure that we know who is the most intelligent on the pod, obviously, Mike. Uh, but Chase, breaking news. Bill O'Brien gets fired. He's no longer a part of the Houston Texans. So this one was a long time coming. Uh, I thought the tip of the iceberg was going to be the DeAndre Hopkins trade. But as we saw, you know, he had the job going into the season. So I figure kind of from there, you know, they'll finish the season. Whatever happens, happens. Saw the Texans were going to be at least a competitive team this year. Uh, but that's not the case. They're 0-4. A Deshaun Watson quarterback team should never be 0-4. Uh, that's horrible management, horrible coaching. So Bill O'Brien, you know, he's out the door midseason, which is a little bit surprising. Um, you know, there's a couple other guys that we thought would be more of those midseason fired candidates, maybe be the first one to get fired at least. But Bill O'Brien being the being fired definitely is not a surprise. Being the first one fired is a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of reminds me of a John Chica situation. John Chica, the former GM for the Arizona Coyotes, uh, he's gone now and he really just screwed Arizona over. Uh, that's how I feel about Bill O'Brien, because I thought he should have been gone after last year's collapse in the playoffs against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they don't fire him. He goes in the offseason, trades their best player and... DeAndre Hopkins is now doing absolutely phenomenal, and Deshaun Watson is wondering where all of his weapons went. So uh, I thought Bill O'Brien should have been gone then. He doesn't go then, so I'm thinking, uh, okay, he must have something on the owner. You know, something's got to be happening because if he's not fired at that point, he's never going to be fired. Well, it comes out today. He finally gets the can. Uh, former New England Patriot coach. Uh, the Bill Belichick system really hasn't worked yet. We're hoping to see it out of Brian Flores, but I think uh, as a Lions fan, Chase, you'll say that it really hasn't worked with Matt Patricia either. No, it's so strange. Like, I know Bill Belichick, he's this coach. He's this great mind who can clearly do things that not other coaches or no other coach really can. So you, you would think or at least hope that his uh, coordinators and the guys working under him could kind of learn from that. And obviously you're not going to be able to just take that mold and put it onto another team. But, you know, take the right ideas and form your own type of mold and identity. But it's, it's yet to happen. Uh Matt Patricia, I remember how excited Lions fans were, how excited I was still be getting him. Um, he has been absolutely horrendous thus far, and it's it's just really disappointing. Uh, you know, I, I was not a big fan of Jim Caldwell at all. I have no problem with him getting fired. Um, and I, I don't like I don't want to compare the, the two coaches because I, I just kind of hate doing that. But, you know, you look at the Jim Caldwell records, he, get, he inherited a good team and never made them better at all where uh, Patricia inherited that same team, tried changing the identity, and it, it flopped. Like, the team is 1-3 and three this year. The team should have been better the first two years, and they just weren't, and they're clearly heading down the same path. So, 
you know, Matt Patricia is a guy that's going to be on the hot seat. Just another example of that failed Bill Belichick coaching tree. Yeah, absolutely. And with Bill O'Brien out here, uh, his final record with the Texans, 52 and 48, not a bad record, but he was a very middling coach, a very average coach. And those career numbers show that. Uh, And then I think he was just an even worse GM than he was uh, a coach because they are now left without any draft capital whatsoever. DeAndre Hopkins is gone and they just, oh my gosh, absolutely screwed the pooch. I feel bad for Deshaun Watson because this team is going to be riding solely on him for at least the next three to five years. So uh, Texans fans, buckle up, but uh, I hope something can turn because honestly, not a big fan of anyone in that division. So if I got to root for someone, it's going to be D Watts. Yeah, you know, I got to agree with that. Like, I love D Watts. It- he should have been taking over Mitchell Biscuit just as Mahomes should have. Um, so I'm I'm really pulling for him. Hopefully this Texans team can change their uniform and name, change to the Oilers, bring back those colors, and then figure out their future from there. That most definitely would be something, seeing the Houston Oilers come back. That'd be pretty cool. But, Chase, before we get into our power rankings, I do want to talk about COVID and how it struck the NFL finally in week four. Uh, We see that the Titans and Steelers game gets canceled completely. The Patriots and Chiefs game gets pushed to Monday night. Um, Luckily, we only missed one game, but there was even talk that they might cancel every game for the next two weeks and just get everyone healthy and start back up and only have like a 12 game uh, season, which would absolutely suck. I really hope this is the only COVID scare that we get in the NFL because uh, I, I can't be going going without some NFL football. No, dude, that'd be horrible. Could you imagine if the NFL season canceled right now and like hockey's all done and all done until January? Basketball, I mean, who really cares at this point anyway, especially with this finals? But that's about to be done and baseball's gonna be wrapped up. So if the NFL shut down, it would just, you know, it'd be just like it was back from March, April, May, where there was just no sports and it was just a living hell. I do not want that, especially when it's gonna be cold outside. So you can't even just say this, like, go enjoy the warmth outside with no sports. You should sit inside and kind of cry. That would be the worst. So hopefully, you know, this gets figured out. Uh, you know, I, would, I wouldn't I would be surprised at all if come playoff time, you know, they try to figure out some sort of bubble for these teams just to, like, mitigate and limit as many of those risks as possible. But that's so hard to do in the regular season. So hopefully they can just keep things under control. Absolutely. And I know the NFL is setting in some new uh, some new plans to try to keep COVID away from their teams. They're going to do some new training and do some other precautionary things to try to help teams avoid these type of situations. Because, man, the Titans went, gosh, what was it, five or six days of a player being tested positive? Like in a row? It was it was pretty bad. Today was the first day that officially they had no one test positive. So good on them. Uh, hopefully everyone can, uh, you know, get healthy in there and get back, get uh, get the season rolling again because the Titans, they were 3-0, and looking pretty solid. Uh, and then they have to just get their game canceled against the Steelers. So unfortunate, but we want to make sure that, uh, you know, everyone stays healthy and we can continue the longevity of this NFL season. But Chase, let's now move on to power rankings. This is a segment I've been very, very, very excited for. Um, we'll just start. We'll go from 10 to 1. Explain who you have at that 10 spot or whichever spot it is. Give a little bit of a synopsis um, and then I'll respond and we, you know, we can have a little conversation about it and then we'll move on to the next team. So Chase, let's start off with your number 10 team quarterly power rankings. Who do you have? Number 10, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. So this is a team that is currently sitting 3-0. and Their game got canceled as you know, you just mentioned. So who knows what would have happened this week, but defensively they've just looked fantastic as you know they really have the last few years their defense looking really good Ben Roethlisberger is not like anything special anymore but the offense gets enough done to supplement their just absolutely outstanding defense and you know they've they haven't been beaten yet through three games so you know those type of numbers don't lie um you know going forward like they're gonna start having some tougher matchups they're gonna drop some games especially uh like I'm pretty sure they visit the Ravens next week or the week after um so going into that matchup, that's going to be a hard one for the Steelers to win. So this is a team that, uh, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if they if they drop a game or two here coming up. But as of right now, I you know they've looked pretty solid. 
Yeah, for sure. I think the Steelers have looked pretty good. Uh, however, they did not make my power rankings at all because uh, it, it probably was some recency bias, obviously not seeing them play this week, but it just seems like the offense, they really can't get the run game going. Juju has looked awesome. I love Juju being on my fantasy team, but uh, yeah, I don't know. There's something about this Steelers team that really doesn't uh, do- doesn't impress me. Um, they're getting the wins, but then again, they've faced two 0-4 teams and a 1-3 team. So if you didn't get those wins, I'd be shocked. Um, so I, I do like the Steelers. They were in that, uh, that bubble area to make my top 10, but they didn't make my number 10. My number 10 was actually the 2-2 two and two Oakland Raiders. And this Oakland Raiders team Las has Vegas impressed Raiders. me. Yes, Las Vegas Raiders. Sorry. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders have impressed me. Even though they're only 2-2, two and two, only 500 on the season, they played two really good teams in the Bills and the Patriots, which is the teams that they dropped their games to. But they looked impressive in both games. They they kept with the competition for a while and eventually fell. Uh, but I think Derek Carr has looked good. The run games looked good. The defense, um, it, it could use some work. But I, I think overall, this team is very competitive and earns my number 10 spot. What are your thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders, Chase? You'll see. Oh, OK, cool, cool. All right, let's move on to Chase's number nine team. Chase, who you got? My number nine team is the Cleveland Browns, actually. Uh, so this Cleveland Browns team, they're they are finally looking like the team that they probably should have been. Uh, Baker's still nothing special. But the run game has looked great. The fan are uh, the defense has looked fantastic, as you expect. You know, it's gonna be rough going forward. Nick Chubb's gonna be out for at least a couple weeks. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Hopefully he's not gone for too long. But regardless, Kareem Hunt can he, he's the best, you know, technically backup in the league. He he can handle that just complete role, no problem. Team should not miss too much of a beat, if any at all. Uh going forward, I don't know exactly what their schedule looks like. Uh I the way they're playing and um, like with their roster build, this should be a team that competes to win their uh, division. It's going to be tough with the Ravens there, but it should be a borderline playoff team. I had my doubts coming into the year, you know, being so in favor of them last year. It was kind of heartbreaking, so I was kind of doubting them this year, but they've looked good so far, so I can't really deny it. Absolutely, and uh, I'm just going to leave it at they found their identity. I'll elaborate a little bit more here in a second. Uh, my number nine team, the LA Rams. I think the LA Rams have looked solid for a team that I was really doubting. I honestly thought the Rams could have been last in their division. However, they're looking pretty good and might even slot into that number two position in their division with San Francisco having to deal with so many injuries. And Arizona, uh, they look like a real team in the first two games, but these last two games, they've been struggling. So, uh, the LA Rams looking really nice. Their offense doing pretty good without, uh, you know, a Todd Gurley-like backfield. Um, but Daryl Henderson doing well. Malcolm Brown getting in there a little bit too. Unfortunately, we can't see much of Cam Akers because he goes down with an injury. But I think overall, this team has done pretty well. Uh, right now, they are at a plus 26 when it comes to net points. And they've played some pretty good competition too. Chase, thoughts? Well, I might as well hop in my number eight because the Los Angeles Rams are my number eight. Uh, yeah, I got to agree with everything you said. Uh, the defense has looked awesome. Um, it's starting to more look like that last year was kind of a fluke. They were bad than anything. It looked like a trend the way that they, the ways that they were bad. You know, their offensive line was horrible. Their defense was not playing well. The offense couldn't get it done as much as they needed to. And those were like trending type of uh, traits that you thought were going to carry on into the next season. But they did not. They're looking good. Um they're running back by committee. They haven't really been able to employ that full approach because guys keep getting hurt or one guy keeps playing way better. But at the same time, it seems like it's a different guy every different every game, kind of like, you know, what we got with the 49ers last year a little bit. But, no, they're doing the right things. Jared Goff is looking like a much better passer this year than last year. Uh, he can, he's can he got some great reliable receivers and tight ends. And as, as I mentioned, that offensive line is finally blocking for him again. So this team, like, uh, like they could – legitimately compete for a playoff spot the way they're playing uh well we'll see how the rest of the season goes of course things can easily change it's early in the year and a covid year so maybe once teams finally get their full footing uh things change a little bit absolutely and i i think they could do some wonders if their team can stay healthy obviously robert woods cooper cup been very good tyler higby's been a solid piece at tight end and then if they can keep daryl henderson and malcolm brown up too that could uh be a very nice offense for the future um 
in this season that Sean McVay gets to control. But uh, my number eight team is your number nine team, Chase. It is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I wasn't too sure on the Cleveland Browns. They obviously got blown out at Baltimore in week one. Then they beat the Bengals and beat the Washington football team. Like, come on, who really isn't going to beat them? Uh, not great teams. So this next game against the Dallas Cowboys, I was very excited to see what they could do. Even though the Cowboys were coming in with a pretty poor record, I knew that it was going to be a good game. And if the Browns could show something, then, you know, I'd, I'd be all in on them. And that's exactly what they did. They went out, put up 49 points. They had over 300 yards rushing. Uh, they really found their true identity. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, that's the duo. Uh, just run the ball heavy as hell. Uh, don't put the ball in the hands of Baker Mayfield 30 times because if you do, you're going to lose games. So I think this team is very good. However, it's only at, they're only at number eight because they're not one of those elite teams that I think can take down a team like the Chiefs or uh, the Ravens. So that's my number eight team. Chase, let's now move on to our number seven teams. The New England Patriots, actually. So a team that took a loss tonight puts them at two and two now. Um, they're, they're a better team than that. They played without Cam Newton this week, of course. You could tell they were missing him without or with him in the lineup. I thought they would have had a chance to beat the Chiefs tonight. I originally had them beating the Chiefs tonight, but once uh, Cam Newton got diagnosed, went back and changed my opinion on that because like they're not winning with Brian Hoyer or Jarrett Sidham at QB. Uh, but this like <clears throat> you you know you thought this team coming into the year with all the guys sitting out, you know maybe this was all about part of Belichick's master plan. He's gonna tank one year, get Lawrence, and dominate for twenty years. But no, Cam Newton looks awesome in this offense. Once he can get back in. If he can get back in this coming week, you know, that'll be perfect. Uh, the run game has looked solid that, you know, they lost Sony Michelle, which sucks. But Damon Harris, he, he had an okay, uh, like, first. This is really his first NFL game because he was like, inactive all year last year, really. So they're, they're showing the, uh, the right signs, and this is a team that should have, you know, no issue winning games going forward. I still, um, it, it's, it's going to be close between them and the Bills for winning the division. Um, I, I had the Patriots winning the division beginning of the season, and I still might even lean that way. Yeah, I, I agree. The Patriots are my number seven team as well. I think this is a legit team, a team that I thought would be around the seven and nine, eight and eight range. I uh, wasn't too hopeful for them, but they're playing it perfectly. And I mean, we all know that Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, but like this season just really shows how good he is. Like you don't have amazing weapons on the outside at receiver. Cam Newton isn't the most prolific passer. So what do you do? You just, you just grind the game out. You just run the ball nonstop. And that's what they've been doing. A good run game, a, a great run game even, and a phenomenal defense as well. If it wasn't for a pick six by the Kansas city chiefs on Jarrett Stidham tonight, it would have been a lot closer. Uh, I think if Cam Newton, was in here I agree Chase they could have won so the Patriots looking really good and Bill Belichick just continuing to cement his legacy as the best of all time yeah Belichick really is you know an interesting character it's such a weird guy uh not not a very social person doesn't like the media but man he's a hell of a coach absolutely all right Chase let's now move on to your number six team so my number six is a, this is where it gets spicy. And wow. remember when I said remember when I said we'll see? I do. Yeah, it is the Las Vegas Raiders. This team has really shocked me this year. You know, I thought they could have been a solid year. Um, I said if this team like makes playoffs, it'll be off of a Derek Carr MVP type of season. Um, and like they've shown everything. Like when you watch them, you know the run game has gotten going it's they've run the ball like kind of heavily but it's still been you know fairly effective they've passed the ball really well uh these are the type of weapons that are really perfect for um the type of quarterback that Derek Carr is and this defense is playing way better than I expected too everything's coming together um I think once they finally just really get in their groove they're going to be actually a kind of hard team to beat going forward because they're showing all the right signs when you watch them on tape uh that this the way I would be shocked they're not a playoff team at this point um, with the, what they've shown me, unless, you know, some sort of injury happens. But I genuinely think this is a legitimate playoff team now. Yeah, I really like the Raiders. Like I said, uh, had them at number 10. Uh, interesting to see them all the way up here at number six for you. And uh, that yeah. means that a because I know my number six team is going to be in your power rankings. So that means one of the teams I have in my top five aren't even in your top 10. 
So that'll be interesting once yep. we start to discuss that. But Chase, let's now move on to my number six. And this was the team that the Raiders played this week, the Buffalo Bills. The Bills have, I mean, what can I say? They have looked great. Josh Allen has looked great. And uh, I, I have some... Um, question marks around the coaching at the end of games. It kind of seems like they take their foot off the pedal, but I mean, they're getting the wins. They're looking good. This defense has been great for, geez, I don't even know how many years and they continue to look this good. So uh, I hope nothing but good health for this Bills team because we could see them make a, an actual run. And uh, I mean, Chase, you've been on the Josh Allen bandwagon for forever and uh I mean, back when he was getting drafted, I was a big fan of his, but, you know, because you're my buddy, I got to always give you shit. So I constantly shit on Josh Allen, but he really is looking elite now. So we'll have to see what him and his bills can do going forward. Yes, he is looking very elite, and I'll talk about him a little more in a few once I get to them as, um, in my rankings because they're not my next team, uh, but I'll, I'll kind of elaborate on some of the points that you made once we get there. Wow, you have him as their as your number one. That's crazy, dude. I do. Yeah. All right, let's move on to your number five team, Chase. Breaking into the top five power rankings quarterly season. Let's go. Number five, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, it's going to be a team that you're going to see in the playoffs. There's just no chances if everyone's healthy. Uh, they've they've slightly underwhelmed. Uh, that game against the Chiefs, Lamar Jackson did not look good. He could not throw the ball worth a damn. Um, but going forward, it's going to change. I think that you're going to start to see more like the running game kind of figure itself out a little more. You see him using Gus Edwards kind of heavily for whatever reason, or Mark Ingram and Jake Dobbins in specific situations. I think it's going to be slowly, slowly turning into a one headed kind of monster instead of a three headed monster uh, with Jake Dobbins and then the other two used sparingly going forward. Um, so once that gets figured out, it seems to get a little more consistency under their belt. Um, Marquise Brown is a guy that I, you know, I had a lot of faith in, made some predict some projections about him, some predictions, um, and they're really not showing like they're going to be true thus far. I still have faith that that connection can be figured out. And if they figure out that connection, you know, watch out because that would be the, a, gr- a great option for Lamar to have, because he really doesn't have a receiver like that, that he targets that much or like use utilizes to his fullest ability, I should say. So look forward uh, to seeing this team develop more offensively while their defense keeps playing well. Yeah, and I honestly thought I had the Ravens kind of low and thought you were going to call me out for that. But then you put them here at number five and, hey, I'm not feeling too bad at where I have them. So uh, let's move on to my number five spot now. That is the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks currently 4-0. They have beaten the Falcons, the Patriots, the Cowboys, and the Dolphins. A little surprised at how close the Dolphins game was, but... This whole season storyline for the Seattle Seahawks has been let Russ cook. He's thrown 16 touchdowns in the first four games of the season. That is asinine. He is the easy MVP favorite for me right now. I think if Russ continues to play this well, they're easily a playoff team. Yeah, I mean, that's without a doubt. Another team we'll talk about a little more going forward uh, once I get to them in my rankings, but I do want to mention... um, I know the 13 touchdowns through three three games was an NFL record. I'd be shocked if 16 through four games also wasn't an NFL record because it's such a high number. That's four touchdowns like per average uh, or average per game through the first four games. So, yeah, Russell Wilson finally just being allowed to do what he can do, and it's damn impressive. Yeah, absolutely. I don't I don't know if it was a tie or a break. He either tied or break the record with, I think it was Peyton Manning. So, uh, yeah, he's doing absolutely phenomenal. Chase, let's now move on to your number four team. Who do you have here? Number four, I have the Green Bay Packers, who I'm guessing is going to be your number two team, isn't it? Uh, we'll, Maybe, we'll get there, of course. Not. We'll get there, of course. Um, the Packers, they, they've looked great. Aaron Rodgers is Kind of looking like an old his old self again. Uh, he's looking like that elite quarterback he once was after a kind of couple down years. I don't know if it was the Jordan Love draft pick that kind of kicked him or what it was, but you know he's making magic work out of nothing. He hasn't had Devontae Adams for two games now this year. Uh, Alan Lazard is also hurt this game, so he's got Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Robert Tonian, and then of course like Aaron Jones too. But the receiving options are kind of pathetic, but. It doesn't matter. He's making him work like a great quarterback can and should. Uh, it's been really impressive. The running game, Aaron Jones uh, has looked even more consistent than last year while still staying dominant. You know, the thing with Aaron Jones, he's gotten better every year he's been in the NFL. Uh, in terms of fantasy, he's gotten better. In terms of his just actual raw production, he's gotten better. 
but it got to a point where like last year you it, you really didn't think it could get much better because it seemed like that should be pretty much any guy's ceiling but he's looking like he's right at that level again maybe even a little more I, you know we'll, we'll see come the end of the season but he's looking great so this Packers team they've got a lot of momentum going forward yeah absolutely they've looked really solid uh Going to continue to talk about them here in a little bit. Uh, my number four team, the Baltimore Ravens, who you had at your number five, uh, came out, absolutely smoked the Browns, beat the Texans, dropped a game to the Chiefs, which I thought they were going to win, and then looked kind of average against the Washington football team. Not, I mean, they weren't average, but they didn't look like the Baltimore Ravens team we saw in the first two weeks. So uh, I'm interested to see what they can do going on into the future. But as of right now, it seems like if you can shut down that passing or the, the running game, the passing game really hasn't been in sync too well over these last two weeks. We definitely saw that in the Chiefs game as we saw a bunch of drops. Lamar Jackson had over or less than 100 yards passing. So if you can stop that run game, you might be able to stop this whole team. But overall, great defense and uh, a pretty exciting offense when it when it can get rolling here. So, Chase, let's now move into our top three. Again, these are the quarterly season power rankings. Uh, Chase, your number three is who? My number three is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, this team is, you know, 4-0, as you mentioned. Josh Allen, I would say, is the second favorite for MVP behind Russell Wilson thus far through the year. Uh, you can agree, disagree. Either way, I don't care. It's not like an, a hill I'm going to die on. It's for second for MVP. Who, who cares about that? But he's looked awesome. You know, he's looking like he's finally refined his throwing ability. He looks a lot more accurate. He's making better decisions out there. You know, you still see the very questionable Josh Allen play one to two times a game. And I feel like that'll be someone that's always there. But if he can be just significantly more consistent like he has been thus far this year, you know, it's going to be great for the Bills. He's perfect for what their identity is. Uh, they like to run the ball first, but they now that they have Stephon Diggs, they can also, you know, devastate you through the air while playing just amazing defense. And that's what they've done so far. Uh, hopefully they can keep it going. Uh, this is a team that I'm really rooting for, really rooting for my boy Josh Allen. If he won, wins MVP somehow, you know, I'm going to shit my pants. It's going to be awesome for my, me and my fantasy teams. Uh, but yeah, so that's why I got number three. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been great. But man, Chase, I'm not looking at my power rankings and I have realized that the next team I'm going to be talking about, my number three team, they are the team that you don't have in your power rankings at all. And that Can I guess who it is, is the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It. Yes, it is. Uh, man, this team has been, it's kind of been a wild ride because Tom Brady, he looked pretty bad in game one. The whole team looked pretty bad. They had over 100 yards uh, in penalties, and I just didn't know what we were getting out of them. Uh, they were versus the Saints, and I was like, man, this Saints team is going to be great. So uh, not not too bad of a loss losing to the Saints. However, They've rebounded really nicely against the Panthers, the Broncos, the Chargers. Uh, they were down big against the Chargers. Tom Brady comes back in the second half, throws five touchdowns total in that game. Uh, there's a lot of weapons on this offense. I This defense is only getting better, and I, I just think that this team in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, is just going to be so well-rounded that it's going to be one of these top teams. I mean, the one thing that the Buccaneers didn't have last season with Jameis is the consistency and the belief in this team. And I think Tom Brady, with his experience coming in, brings that, and they've looked great. I mean, Scotty Miller is becoming a fantasy superstar. So if that doesn't say something, then I don't know what will. I, I, I'm I loving the Bucs right now. Uh, will they be a Super Bowl team? I don't know because I really think that the top five or six teams I have in my power rankings are all elite teams. I don't think there's one or two teams that are super ahead, stand above everyone else this year. Uh, like I thought there was going to be. I, I thought the Chiefs, uh, 49ers, and Ravens were all going to be like S tier and the rest are going to be like A minus tier. But I don't think that's the case right now. I think I think the top five or six are all really good teams. So. Uh, yeah, Chase, I got the Bucks here. Why don't you have the Bucks in your top 10? So I'm still not completely sold on them. So, yeah, they, you know, they, they've looked good. They've also looked kind of iffy. Um, they definitely have not looked better than what I would say 
even my top like six or seven teams, I don't think they've looked better than any of those. Um, after after that point, you can kind of start making arguments. For what it's worth, I had them as my 11th team. I was between them and the Steelers for who I wanted that final spot. I just went with the Steelers uh, just, I don't know, just for funsies, really. Um, they, they were pretty close, but I don't know. I just, I still don't have enough faith in this team. Um, you know, they, they could be a playoff team. They're, they're looking better than I expected them to be, but I still have a feeling they're going to finish closer to 500 rather than further from it. It's, wow, it's... So at this point, I'm already thinking they're a lock for the playoffs. It just depends where they go. So you're still on the brink on if they make the playoffs at all. I am. Yep. Okay. Very interesting. Let's now move on to your number two team. I would assume that's the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, it is. And you know, like they're like they've been in some shootouts because their defense has kind of struggled. But when this offense is this good, it's kind of hard to deny. Uh, to deny, excuse me. Like you know, going into the game, set it's pretty much they're pretty much an unbeatable team because Russell Wilson has been doing what he's been doing so far. Um, there's just no way to stop him. There's no recipe to stop him. His single interception was all because uh, what's his nuts. Greg Olson. Or is that, yeah, was that, I think it's what it was. Greg Olson just had ball right into his hands. Decided he didn't want to catch it. Uh, other than that, like Russell Wilson's been pretty much perfect. He's been so good. Uh, the running game has been pretty well. Chris Carson's been looking good. Hopefully, I don't know what his injury status is after um, the game, but ho- hopefully he's doing all good in the hood. Um, but yeah, the, this Seahawks team, I have a very hard time believing that they are not in the Super Bowl. Like they're my preseason Super Bowl winners, so I'd, I would be shocked if they're not there by the end of the year. They are looking absolutely phenomenal. Um, but I think that there's an NFC team that's better. And that's my number two team. That is the team that is currently playing against the Atlanta Falcons, the green Bay Packers, man, both of the errands have looked stupid. And chase, I know we talk about fantasy a ton and we were talking about how there's no way that Aaron Jones can put up. What was it? 16 touchdowns again, or 18 touchdowns again, 19 total he's looking like he could be on his way. He is lighting it up. Aaron Rodgers is lighting it up. The defense isn't amazing. However, it's good enough when you're putting up 43, 42, 37, and right now 30 points on offense. So uh, the team overall looks absolutely phenomenal. Jair Alexander looking like an elite corner in the league. Uh, Up 30 to 16 right now against the Falcons. I would assume that will put them at 4-0. The Falcons actually just turned the ball over on fourth down. So yeah, 30 and 16 or 30 to 16, the Packers have the ball again uh, with three minutes left. So I don't know. This team looks so good. Aaron Rodgers, I think he's easily a, a top three MVP favorite. I mean, Russ is, Russ is my number one for sure, but I think he should be in the top three. I know you have Josh Allen too. That's cool. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers should be in that same mix. So Green Bay looking absolutely phenomenal. But yeah, I don't disagree. Aaron Rodgers is my number three for MVP. If I had to do a top three, um, Atlanta should have had a touchdown there in the end zone. Uh, it was it was kind of an iffy throw, but Russell Gage probably could have caught it. He, he didn't catch us a little bit of a low throw. Uh, so this could have been a one score game and made things interesting. But no, the Falcons don't want to do that. They'd rather just keep being embarrassing. So they're going to keep embarrassing themselves. Um, but yeah, this this Packers team, they, they have looked really good. And, you know, I can't deny it. My honestly, my two, three, and four are pretty interchangeable. Um, I don't have an issue if you want to say the Packers to the Seahawks, three, the Bills, four, or in any other order, whatever, doesn't matter. So, you know, I, I agree with all the points you're saying that we, this could be something special. Um, I st- but I still have the Seahawks like at the end of the season being the better team than the Packers. Yeah, and that could be for sure. I, I think both, both teams right now are – the quarterbacks are just lighting it up and the defenses are kind of hanging on and taking the wins as well. I think whatever defense steps up at the end of the season, I think that's the team that will be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Maybe the Bucks, but I think those two are the favorites right now, the Packers and the Seahawks. And whichever defense steps up is my assumption on who makes it there. But Chase, number one overall team. I assume we have the same team here. Uh They've looked great. The New York Jets. Yeah, the Jets have looked awesome, dude. I, I I have really enjoyed watching the Jets this year. They've just looked dominant. It's, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold's a beauty. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. But Honestly. it's it's obviously the Chiefs. They or actually Patrick Mahomes has not lost or thrown an interception in the month of September in his career. 
just random wild fun stat. You know, they they just look so good. They I just I have such a hard time believing that they're not the favorite out of the of the AFC again. Um they just there's no holes in their game. You know, Clyde Edwards Lair has been awesome as a rookie. Sammy Watkins is looking like a much better receiver this year, a little more consistent. Uh, the defense is playing very well, like they were at the end of last season. Everything's just going right for them. They're clearly the best team in the league. I think there's a decent gap uh, if you wanted to like put them in tiers. I think they're pretty far above the rest. Uh, so it's going to be fun watching them go the rest of the year. Patrick Mahomes is obviously a transcending talent. He's just so, such a great player. Um, he hasn't even been that great for fantasy thus far, but that's going to change. That's that's interesting. I've got the Chiefs as my number one, too, but I think they're closer than you have them uh, with the rest of the pack. Uh, the one thing that made me nervous as hell was that they went to overtime with the Los Angeles Chargers and the other game or the, the rest of the games. They've looked really good. Uh, the Patriots, the offense wasn't clicking at a super high level, but the Patriots defense is amazing and the defense helped out with a pick six. So uh, overall, the team's been great. I think that week two performance, maybe we can just, uh, you know, say that Pashka Mahomes had just he just had a shit that day. He, you know, didn't perform at his best because he had a shit the whole time, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I just want to say real, real quick, like, I, you're going to have, like, even against bad teams, you're still going to have games where you're going to kind of struggle. Maybe it's because you kind of underestimate them going in. I, you know, I don't know. But I, I just think that's what happened. They just, it was just a team where they didn't play to their full ability the whole game. Once they realized the situation, you saw what they did in the second half, the fourth quarter, and overtime, they just clearly dominated. Yeah, for sure. And I have them as my number one team. Uh, but Chase, let me ask you this. If the Pack or I mean, excuse me, if the Chiefs were going up against, say, the Packers or the Seahawks, do you think they'd take it like eight or nine times out of ten? Um, I would say more of the six to seven range. So I guess you could say the tier's a little bit closer. Um, but like I still think the gap I still think it's like a, a larger gap than you probably have it you probably have it more of six and I have it more of seven yeah yeah exactly so uh I I mean still the Chiefs are excellent I'm glad that Clyde Edwards Hilaire didn't go off tonight because I was versed him in fantasy and it looks like unless Hayden Hurst absolutely blows up the Packers here in the last three minutes then I'm gonna be Maybe? taking a win over Davey Lester yeah that's for Davey deserves um, it I'm very happy about that. But uh, yeah, so there is our power rankings. We've both got the Chiefs at number one, uh, the differing teams, the Bucks and the Steelers. And kind of crazy how how far of a difference there was. So obviously you had the Steelers at 10. They're at like my 12 range. And then um, my Bucks were at three and they were at your 11 range. So kind of crazy. Two teams I wanted to mention, though, that neither of us had where I think some people would question it. Uh, the Titans... Uh, they're 3-0 and right now, but they have not looked great overall. I mean, the first game, they beat the Broncos by two points. The next game, they beat the Jags by three points. And the following game, they beat the Vikings by one point. All of those teams only have one win on their record. And their, their net, uh, net win points, whatever, net points for, is only six so I, I don't think the Titans are great. I don't think they should be in the top 10. And then also, I think the 49ers, people are still holding hope for them, just saying, oh, you know, it's just injuries. But these are these are like season-ending injuries, and I really don't see the 49ers getting back to that Super Bowl. No, I don't see them getting there either. I think they could still be a playoff team. It's possible. Uh, it's going to be a little more difficult, obviously, without your, like, our probably two best defenders. Um, but it can get done. I do think it can get done. Um, it'll it'll be close. They're not going to do much damage. It's kind of hard when you don't have a guy like Nick Bosa, who as a rookie was, you know, arguably the defensive player that you're not just rookie of the year. I would have had an issue if he would have won that award personally. So the 49ers, you know, they're going to have some tests ahead. Once Jimmy G gets back, you know, we'll see a better looking team. Obviously, with CJ Beathard and Nick Mullins at QB, you're not going to get much done. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what can happen going forward. Absolutely. All right, Chase, let's now move on to our predictions. Um, so to recap this week of games, I can now green in the Green Bay Packer prediction. You and I both got that correct. So overall this week, I went 11 and four. You went nine and six. 
That now gives me a one game advantage in the overall standings. I sit at 40 and 23. You sit at 39 and 24. How's it feel to be a loser? You just, you just took the jump ahead of me. Now you're calling me a loser. All right, buddy. You're winning by one point. Just calm yourself. <laughs> All right. Uh, the differences in this week's set of games. Uh, I took the Broncos over the Jets. Chase took the Vikings over the Texans. I took the Browns and the Bengals over Dallas and Jacksonville. And uh, those are the final differences. So, Chase, it is now a one game advantage for me uh hey i had a pretty good rebound when you took the advantage so let's see if you can do the same here in week five so starting off with the thursday night game this one between the tampa bay buccaneers and the chicago bears this one is in chicago last week tampa gets a big comeback win. chicago gets their first loss under new starter nick Foles. chase who do you have in this one yeah, I'll go with the Bucks in this one. Uh, it's going to feed to your narrative of how much you love the Bucks, but the Bears just, they aren't good. They scrape by the three wins. I had to pick them last week because they somehow won the first three weeks, but they're also really just nothing special. Uh, so give me the Bucks in this. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. Uh, and hold on here. I'm not. I'm not a, a Tampa Bay lover. I'm not, uh, you know, Davey Lester. So uh, even though I do think they're really good, don't uh, don't put me on their bandwagon because, you know, I'm riding with rule. Give me Matt rule and the Carolina Panthers to win out the rest of the season. But 20 bucks. Uh, um, I don't want to take your money, Chase. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chase, next game, the L.A. Rams at the Washington football team. This is a big one. Going to be super close. Who are you taking? The Rams might win by 30. Uh, I think Dwayne Haskins officially gets benched in this game, by the way. Ooh, for Kyle Allen? Or for Alex Smith? No, for Kyle Allen. Alex Smith will not play it down this year unless both guys get hurt, and they still might might sign somebody and play them over Alex Smith just because they're worried about him. He's old and hasn't played in quite a while. So I think the Rams will win pretty heavily. Uh, Dwayne Haskins will have a couple turnovers, not look good. Kyle Allen will go in and just mitigate the embarrassment. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to mitigate the embarrassment because this is going to be an absolute blowout. I've got the L.A. Rams as well, uh, but that's all right. We can now move on to the next game. The Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. I mean, neither of us had the Titans in our top 10. We both had Buffalo. I assume this is a Buffalo victory for you as well. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a thousand percent Buffalo. Um, I don't think I, I shouldn't say I don't think it'll be close. Um, it'll be closer than like the Rams Washington game, but I think Buffalo wins this one pretty handedly. Yeah, and I'm really hoping we see this game get played out. You never know with COVID what's gonna happen. So, uh, really hoping and praying we get to see this game happen because if not, then I'm not sure what's gonna happen. Is are the Titans gonna have to get an extra week because they already changed their bye week? You know what's gonna have to happen. So. Uh, we'll we'll keep you guys up to date with that, but uh, yeah, Chase and I both taking Buffalo in this one. Next game, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson looking for his first win of the season. Is he getting it? You know, even though like if you're just gonna compare quarterbacks and be like D Watts so much better than Gardner, it's still gonna be a QB midseason. His first game with a brand new coach. Those don't go well. I, I want to see the all-time records on those. It's got to be pretty bad. So I got to go with the Jags in this one. Normally, I would lean Texans in this one, um, even though I am a Jags guy. I like Jags supporter, kind of a silent Jags stand. Even, well, I'm more than silent Jags stand. But re- regardless, yeah, I, I got to go with the Jags in this one. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with you here because, I mean, a new coach coming in, he's not going to be able to put his schemes into place. You know, he's only got I mean, a new coach hasn't even been announced yet. Uh, I assume they're going to do an interim for a bit, but who knows? They're not going to have their schemes in place. I think uh, this Texans team is going to be pretty bad for the rest of the year. So I will take the Jags as well. And with that knee. Aaron Rodgers officially gets those Packers to 4-0. But, uh, yeah, so the Jags in that one as well. Next up, Chase, my Cincinnati Bengals, who are 1-2-1. Much better record than I thought they would have. I honestly thought they'd be 1-3. Versus the Baltimore Ravens. Who's taking this one? I mean, is 1-2-1 much better than 1-3? Like, it's a tie. Yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. Remember, Remember how you said you'd rather lose than tie that week? 
Well, yeah, in the heat of the moment, I would. But now looking at it, we're better than a lot of one and three teams. Or, like, we're higher in the rankings than a lot of one mm-hmm. and three teams. So, Alrighty. I mean, I mean, we're better than the Lions statistically. So, what up? Okay, well, Lions are ass. What, what a up? surprise. What up? <laughs> I know the Lions suck. <laughs> um, But it's it's going to be the Ravens. It, the Bengals... You know, they're going to be fun to watch because Joe Burrow's going to throw the ball a lot again, which, you like, I know you don't want your young guy throwing the ball as much as Joe Burrow's going to have to this year, but it's fun to watch him throw the ball, watch him, uh, you know, create, see what he can do, because they're going to have to be playing catch-up, and they're going to kind of probably struggle against the Ravens' defense. Um, I still expect them to put up a few points, but give me the Ravens by probably two scores. Yeah, I got the Ravens in this one, too. I think the Ravens are a minus-14 favorite, which is oh, pretty wow. asinine. Yeah, it's a, it's a big... Big spread in this one, so uh, I would take the Bengals to cover that. I, I would say it's more of a ten to eleven point like margin. Hey, good teams win, great teams cover. The Bengals, the only team in the or one of the only teams in the NFL right now, one of only three that have covered in every single game. So pretty, pretty great, pretty elite team right there. Um, but yeah, I, I got to give the overall victory to the Baltimore Ravens. The Bengals, I'm really hoping that they can continue to look somewhat good, but uh, they're not they're not Ravens territory quite yet. Next up, Carolina versus Atlanta. This one is in hot Atlanta. So who's going to take it? Yeah, um, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, here we go. I'll give you mine right <laughs> off the bat. Go ahead, pick Matt, Panthers. Matt Rule, baby. <laughs> give, give them to me. I'm not, I, I mean, I told all y'all, I'm not taking Atlanta ever again this year. Like, frick them. They could be playing the New York Giants, and I'm taking the Giants. I, from this point forward, I will basically be predicting Atlanta to lose every single game from here on out. So, what um, if they play the Jets? That's fine. Taking the Jets. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't. Look, Sam Darnold could be injured. They could be starting. I don't even know who their backup is. Joe Flacco. They could have Joe Flacco, the Joe Su- Flacco led Jets against the Falcons. Super Bowl MVP. And I'm taking the Joe Flacco Jets. I mean, Joe Flacco just start over Darnold, Super Bowl MVP. Uh, you know, that's all that matters. But you know, just just for the hell of it, just to be different, I don't feel good about this. Give me the Falcons. <laughs> okay, I I really hope they screw you, and then you just hop off hop off of them for the rest of like, the year, like I did. I've got so many of them in fantasy and like bad teams are great for fantasy because like they're throwing the ball so much, especially when they have talented offensive players and their defense is just atrocious. Like they're so great for fantasy. So it's a team that like I root for to do well because I want them to score so much. But even when they score at 35, they're letting up 42. So it doesn't matter. So but I don't like can this Panthers team score that much? I don't know. I think CMC still is going to be out. If he was in, I'd probably just say Panthers. But with him still going to be out, it's, it's a little too iffy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm hoping Robbie Anderson can continue his hot streak because damn, has he been good this year? Uh, but Chase, let's now move on to the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. I think this is gonna be a really good game, uh, but I'm giving this one to Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know what? Screw it. Upset alert. I, I did this once uh, for the Raiders against the Saints, and it's happening again. I'm I'm going Raiders in a very fun game to watch. The Lions don't play this week, so this will be the get 1 o'clock game that I'm really heavily focusing on. Um, I look very forward to watching it. Screw it. Give me the Raiders. I like it a lot. I, I like the Raiders, but I, I just don't think... And the, the one nice thing I will say for the Raiders, uh, the Chiefs, I think they had the 27th ranked rushing defense. However, the number three ranked um, passing defense. So if they can get Josh Jacobs going, then it, it could be a good game for the Raiders. But I just can't bet against the Chiefs right now. They were my number one team in the power rankings. So uh, I'm going to give it to them. But Chase, we now move on to the Arizona Cardinals at the New York Jets. The Cardinals have dropped their last two. Is Cliff Kingsbury really the answer with a 7-12-1 overall record as the head coach? Uh, but but then again, they are playing the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to go with the cards. I do like Cliff, Kings, Kling, Cliff Kingsbury, easy for me to say. Um, I don't think he's like some absolute genius, but I do think he's a competent head coach. Um, like it, it, The team is struggling. He looked more of just kind of like you know young coach, young quarterback mistake, especially against the Lions. Um, just some kind of reads that a quarterback, sh- especially a first overall pick, shouldn't make, but I think those are things that you can uh, go back into the like highlight or like the film room. Uh, see what happened and then learn from that and then not do it again the next week. So I think that uh, the Cardinals will bounce back. Kyler will kind of be back to what he was doing weeks one and two, uh, and they'll, they'll start to get back on track. 
Yeah, for sure. And we are currently unsure on if Sam Donald will start because obviously he had the shoulder injury in last game. Even though he did continue to play, Adam Gase has not ruled him as the starter, nor has he ruled him out of the game yet. So uh, we'll see that how that situation you know continues, but I'm going to have to agree. Give me the Arizona Cardinals in this one. Next up, the Battle of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia at Pittsburgh, the Steelers and the Eagles. Who are you taking? You know what? Tricky, guys. I'm going with the Steelers. I can't go with the Eagles. The Eagles look so bad. Carson Wentz is just still not getting it done the way that he should be. Um, and the Steelers' defense just looked great. Miles Sanders, dude, like, this wasn't a guy I had crazy expectations for. I kind of thought he had a good chance to flop. Um, but I th- also thought he was going to be, like, better than he has. Like, just, like, looking at him, he, uh, he doesn't look like he did last year. Maybe he can, you know, rectify that at some point in the season. No, that won't happen against the Steelers. We know how great they are as a run defense. So, yeah, I, I got to go with the Steelers. Yeah, he was in my uh, my no-go category for fantasy this year just because of his ADP. He was going, you know, third, third and possibly at the latest early fourth round, and I just did not think his, uh, his production would match that ADP. So I made sure to stay away from him. I know you took him in a league, and... Uh, other than injuries, you're doing actually pretty well on that one. Not as good as me because, you know, I'm that good. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm doing really well in your league. I think I'm 3-1 and one now. Yeah, I think I'm 3-1. and one. Um, But, yeah, I, I got to go Pittsburgh in this one as well. They're coming off of a, a bye, basically, because they couldn't play against the Titans. They're going to be amped. They're going to be ready to go. Uh, this Eagles team has really been quite a stinker this year. So, give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Next up, Miami Dolphins at the San Francisco 49ers. Who are you taking? You know, I've heard or like read that Brian Flores is not ready to name his starter for this week yet. So that means Tua's in the conversation. Honestly, I want to see Tua play this game. But if that happens, I think that kind of limits their chances of winning. Just being at his first game, trying to adjust it, get adjusted things, you know. Um, but regardless, I, I'm still going to lean 49ers. Uh, it, they're just a team that's like better built for success right now compared to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are up and coming. I like what they're doing. I like what they're going to be doing going forward, but it, it would be too hard for me to pick them in this game. It's two a time, baby. Give me the Dolphins. Give me two. Alrighty. I, I am, I am all aboard the two a train. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm not sure how that will affect the team with him coming in over Fitzmagic. Fitzmagic's been good in games like against the Jags, but then he's had pretty bad games like he did against the Seahawks. So I'm interested to see uh, how the dynamic changes with Tua coming in. I really hope we get to see him this week. Obviously, Chase mentioned that the starter hasn't been named yet. So who knows? This might be the week finally. Chase, let's now move on to a battle within the NFC East, the best division in football right now. We've got the New York Giants going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Who are you taking? Yeah, it's going to be the Cowboys, and it's going to be by a lot. The Giants, they, they just can't get it done without Saquon. It sucks. And I keep mentioning it every week. It's a team that you know I like their chance to have sneaky offensive success, but it all relied on the team being healthy, and that has not happened. Um, this team's going to finish bottom of the league, not like basement, like the Jets are going to, but they're going to be close to that kind of, kind of realm. So give me the Cowboys. Um, if you got a Cowboys player in fantasy, I know you're starting them every week, but hell, maybe you're starting Cedric Wilson as well. Maybe you're even starting Tony Pollard just for the hell of it, because they should be providing a lot of offense. Absolutely. I'm taking Dallas here as well. Uh, Let's now move on to the Denver game. This is between the Denver Broncos and the New England Patriots. This is in New England, and I'm taking New England. No. I'm kidding. Okay. No, 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 Kidding, 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 kidding. No, no, no. It's New England. I hope Cam is back. Um, For my fantasy team's sake that I have him in, I have him in three leagues, I think. Um, And just for fans' sake, he's so fun to watch with this Patriots team. What they're doing with him is so just fantastic. So hopefully he's back. Uh, Even if he's not back and it's Stidham or Hoyer, like, I think they're just going to be able to run the ball enough where it's not going to matter. Absolutely, Chase. Uh, I'm going to agree there. I've got the Patriots in this one as well. All right. Indianapolis at Cleveland. Who do you got? You know, I'm going to go with the Browns in this one. They're a team I put up in my power rankings for a reason. I think that they're just going to 
think that they're going to be able to get it done on the ground. Uh, Baker throw the ball enough to not kind of tire himself out and start being consistent. Just, you know, throw the ball enough to provide his team that, that steady kind of, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Steady, I guess, guidance that you need out of a quarterback. Uh, it, it should still be like a closer game, though. Um, I don't think one team is going to win heavily one way or another, whichever way it goes. But yeah, give me Browns. Chase, you had your upset alert. I've got mine now. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts over the Cleveland Browns. No Nick Chubb and DeForest Buckner and the rest of this Indy defense has been pretty stout. So uh, I'm, I'm taking them to shut down Kareem Hunt. If they can do that, it's going to be Baker Mayfield having to carry the load. Can he do it? I'm not really sure. So give me the Colts in this one. I think it's going to be close. Uh, I could, I, I think it's either going to be a close Indy win or kind of a blowout for the Browns. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm taking the Colts in this one, though. That's All fair, right, Chase. We now move on to the Sunday night game. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The Sunday night game. This is between the Minnesota Vikings, the Seattle Seahawks. Two teams I thought were going to be just absolute beasts in the playoffs this year. However, one has been an absolute dud, while the other has been an absolute stud. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, of course. Uh, I think they're going to be another really fun team to watch this week. Car, or what's his nuts? The quarterback, uh, Wilson, comma, Russell. You know, that, that guy, he, he's going he's gonna to be slightly above average yet again. By that, I mean he's going to continue to dominate. Maybe he'll score another four touchdowns. I don't know. Just for the hell of it, just for fun. It's a pretty weak secondary there for uh, the Vikings, so it would not shock me one bit. So, yeah, I, I got to go with the Seahawks in this one, and I don't want to say it's going to be a blowout, but it's not going to be close either. Yeah, for sure. All right, Chase, this next game, uh, and of course I've got Seattle as well, uh, but this next game, Monday night game, it's one that I'm really having a hard time choosing. So I'll let you go first. The LA Chargers at the New Orleans Saints. You got the the young gun, the the dude with the cannon for an arm, Justin Herbert. Drew oh. Ver- Versus the dude with the, the water gun for an arm and Drew Brees. Who are you taking in this one? Yeah, I'm actually going with the Chargers in this one. Um, you know, that could be considered another upset alert. I don't know. I don't know what the odds are going to like necessarily put this as. I haven't really looked, but I just I'm kind of out on the Saints team, dude. Like Drew Brees just does not look good enough anymore. His he looks like he's putting so much power into it and it goes 15 yards. Like it's it's not good. He's gonna his like by the end of the season he's not gonna be able to throw the ball. They're gonna run the ball 45 times a game and then every the 15 other you know plays they make throwing the ball it should be Taysom Hill throwing it seven yards. Um, so I, I think the Saints seems going to kind of struggle in this game. Um, sh- it should be closer because the Chargers aren't like an unreal team. I hope Justin Herbert's still starting. Um, if Tyrod goes in, you know, that might change things up for me. Uh, cause I just, I don't think you can really win with a guy like Tyrod where I think you can win with a guy like Herbert. Yeah, this game, gosh, like I said, it's, it's tough, but I think I'm going to lean towards the Saints just because, the Chargers are now without Austin Eckler for the next, I think it was four to six weeks. So without Austin Eckler, you're relying on Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson. Not a big fan of that running group. So uh, although I think it's going to be close, I got to give the edge to the Saints just because Kamara has looked phenomenal since I called him out. So, you yeah, know, if, if if they go on to win a Super Bowl, I deserve a ring because I lit the fire under Kamara's ass. Let's be honest. Yeah, he, he definitely listens to everything you're saying and, you know, everything you talk about, your tweet, text. He, it, it's you, Mike. It's all you. Hey, that's why I call him L. Like, what's up, Al? Shut the Hi. hell up. <laughs> How you doing, Al? Um, but, Chase, let's go over the differences we have in this week. So, first, Carolina at Atlanta. I took Carolina. You've got Atlanta. Las Vegas at Kansas City. I've got Kansas City. You've got Las Vegas. Miami at San Francisco. You take San Francisco in that one. I go the Dolphins. The Indianapolis Colts versus the Cleveland Browns. You go Cleveland. I go Indianapolis. And, finally, the Saints versus the Chargers. You've got the Chargers. I've got the Saints. So, five differences there. We could see someone take a... Uh, a big lead, you could, let's say you win them all, you take a four-game uh, four advantage. If I take them all, I take a six-game advantage. Uh, if you take three, I take two. We're back to a tie series. So uh, definitely some games to look for. And uh, 
We'll have to see who takes week five. All right, that's it for the episode. We want to thank you guys for coming out and giving us a listen. If you want to stay up to date with all that we do, you can follow us on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. That's again on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. If you happen to be listening on YouTube, if you could give us a like, comment, subscribe, make sure to hit that bell to turn on notifications. If you're listening anywhere else, please rate us five stars. We'd really appreciate that. If you're looking for our Facebook or our Instagram, those links will be in the description down below. Thanks so much for coming out and listening to us. And as always, we're not professionals.